Hi guys, um, this is a quick little Instagram, not quick, it's actually kind of long, Instagram live that I just did. Um, my IGTV like squashed my face. I look fucking weird in it. It's like, I don't know what happened, whatever. Um, so luckily I recorded it as a podcast because that's just annoying to watch, but it's there if you want to watch it. Um, I'm wearing like a red outfit if you are trying to find it. Anyway, this is a little update on things. Um, I get a little bit teary in it, but all for a good reason. So I hope that you enjoy it and yeah. The end. Hello and welcome to the Feminine as Fuck podcast. I'm your host, Monica Yates, a period and ICF certified women's life coach, and I help women to harness the power of their period and connect to their feminine flow. In these episodes, we will be talking about all things periods, hormones, confidence, health, food, money, sex, business, feminine flow, your brain, energy, and all the stuff that goes through our heads. You will walk away from each episode with new chicken nuggets and truth bombs, as I don't have a filter and I love talking about all the shit that people are thinking but too afraid to say. Okay, we're good to go now. So we're recording. So this is my update for you guys. Now, what I was saying before, um, what I was saying before was, yeah, I'm a human being as well, and I'm not invincible to all the corona ups and downs that most people are having. Um, and uh, and what I really want you guys to know as well, is I put that Instagram story up about like when I was in Saint Tropez and it wasn't a vibe. Every single person by like one was having a shit fucking time that wrote it in that question box. So if you are having a struggle, if you're struggling right now with your emotions, you are so not alone. Um, and what I want you guys to really know is that even if old wounds come up again or wounds like that you thought you'd healed have come up again, it's not that you didn't heal them. It's actually that it's an opportunity for reintegration. So I'm having random shit come up and I'm like, well, where the fuck has this come from? Or it's coming up in an like old wounds are coming up in a new way and it's not that I haven't fixed myself, quote unquote, it's actually just a chance for reintegration. Okay. And I feel like this year, 2020, it's just like a chance for everybody to reintegrate any work they've already done or for them to start to do the work on themselves. A lot of people are getting into this work right now because they're being faced with all their like demons pretty much in their shit. So basically, as you guys would have known, I was in Paris for a weekend, which was the best weekend of my life. Then I went my separate ways. I went to Saint-Tropez, he did his own thing in South of France as well with some of his employees. Um, so I'm in a Saint-Tropez and as you guys would have known, Saint-Tropez for me, the hotel was a massive upgrade in terms of uh, wealth frequency and like vibrational, like uh, like DNA upgrades, but the town was gross. So anyway, then I left early and I went to Paris and I was like, okay, Paris is going to help me. So in Saint-Tropez, I was actually, I've been really struggling um, and it was triggered after my weekend in Paris. Um, I've been really struggling with being homesick and I don't mean homesick from London. I mean homesick from Australia. Now, now, I don't miss Australia in itself. I miss my friends and my family. So when I'm saying homesick, I mean, I miss my dog. I miss my family. I miss my mom, my dad, my brother, my sister, and I really miss my friends. Um, and I talk to them all the time. Like most days I talk to them and all that kind of stuff. So it's not to say that, um, it's not to say that I am alone or anything like that. It's actually that I'm just missing their physical presence in my life. I've been pretty good up till now. Um, Hey, Lindell, I've been pretty good up till now. You guys have seen the odd mo uh, meltdown moment that I've that I've had because I always share them because I like to, um, but I've been pretty good. And in fact, I phoned my friend Britt and she was like, I've been waiting for a Monica meltdown because I'll be like really good for ages. And then all of a sudden I'll have like a huge meltdown for like a day or like an hour, right? Generally it'll be like, I will, I know how to process my emotions now. And I tell my clients to do the same thing. So I will do a big fat fucking purge and I will purge all of my emotions and then I'll be good to go. Literally like it can be like a one hour process and then I'm good to go and I'm 
amazing. But for some reason, this these emotions were not budging. So they they kind of started um, when I left Paris, which was fair enough. I'd been on a high. I was going to obviously, like I was I had the most beautiful weekend of my life. And obviously I was going to feel a little bit like, oh, that's kind of over. Um, but I was feeling really high when I got to Saint-Tropez. It was a new, it was a new destination. It was a new view. The hotel was amazing. I had a little mini Cooper and I love driving around that sense of freedom. I love freedom. So in the beginning, Saint-Tropez was fucking amazing. Then as it got to like the weekend, really, um, like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I started to just get some like odd ish feelings, but I was able to budge them. So what I've become really, really good at, and this is super important. And I tell my coaching certification girls all the time, um, is that you, as a coach, you need to be able to put a pin in your shit. So what I mean by that is that I could be going through relationship issues. I could be going through anything, you know, like I could be having a really stressful day. I could be feeling really emotional. I could be homesick, whatever. Hold on a second. Let me just turn my one sec, guys. I'm just going to turn my uh, notifications off. Otherwise they're going to. Okay, we're back. Um, so I can, oh my God. Okay. I can be going through, um, whatever. And I can, I've learned to be able to put a pin in my stuff to be able to really focus on my clients and give them 110% of my energy. So normally it's not an issue, right? And it wasn't an issue in Santa Pay until about Friday night, Saturday morning. Okay. Um, so I was meant to leave Santa Pay on Sat on Sunday and I actually decided to leave early. Um, I didn't get a refund or anything. I decided this for a couple of reasons. One, I, it is my ethical and moral responsibility as a leader and as a coach to always put my energy number one. And, um, I was talking to my loved ones and multiple of them were like, just go to back to fucking Paris, Monica. I got my masculine grounded energy that I needed and, um, got that piece of advice. Cause I'm, I'm quite bad at making decisions. Like I just kind of go, eh, 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 and I'm like, I just want someone else to tell me what the fuck to do. Cause I get really stressed by making um, decisions. And it was like, and he was just like, go back to Paris. You always feel better there just do that. So I decided, yep, that actually feels really good. And I left Saint-Tropez early to go back to Paris. Now, when I landed, I, as you guys would have seen on my Instagram story, I felt so much better in Paris. It was like, oh, the calmness, the romanticism of the city. I love Paris. I fucking love Paris. Like, as I kind of said on my Instagram stories, for, for me, New York lights up my soul. I feel like I've exploded and I feel so fucking lit up in New York. And Paris is like my heart is so happy. Like I feel so feminine. Um, it's just like such a romantic, beautiful city. Like when they say Paris is a city of love, like it literally just radiates love. It's a beautiful energy. So I got to Paris and I was feeling a lot better for that kind of first day that I was there. Um, on Saturday afternoon, I landed around the afternoon time and it stays light for ages. So like I, wait, I landed like six, but I still did a pile of shit that day. Anyway, um, that was all fine. And I woke up the next day and I actually cried for like three hours. Um, I woke up and basically what I've been struggling with is, and this is like unusual for me. I'm, I'm someone that used to shut down all of her emotions and I've gotten a lot better at expressing my emotions, like a lot better at actually allowing myself to feel them in the past three years since doing all this work. And now now I'm like, I love to feel my emotions now. And I think that there is beauty in pain and I see beauty in crying. I see beauty in anger. I see beauty in meltdowns and I see beauty in pleasure. And the key thing that I was saying to a client yesterday is that if you had a lot of trauma that you haven't cleared, a lot of people disassociate from their trauma. And so what happens is they actually don't feel their emotions. They don't feel a lot of pain and they don't feel a lot of pleasure. If you want to be able to feel a lot of pleasure in your life, you have to be able to feel a lot of pain. If you want to be really embodied in your feminine, you have to be embodied in all of your emotions. So anyway, I woke up on Sunday and um, 
you know, had a good kind of first hour of the day, did a workout. I was like, oh yeah, like I've woken up in Paris, it's beautiful, I had my coffee. You know, it was just all like the fantasy of Paris. And then it kind of came again, the emotion, the feelings just kind of came. And I lay in bed, literally crying for like an hour, like a child. I was fully weeping in bed and I couldn't figure out why. And I hadn't been able to figure out why. And that kind of hit me later that day of, I actually think that, I mean, this is part of like the feminine. We want to be looked after. And, um, I've spent a while since basically moving to London. And when Corona really started of like me doing me, me looking after myself. And I've had obviously the odd hours or days or weekends where somewhere else, someone else gets to look after me, but I haven't been, I haven't had my family. I haven't had these really close friends that I've known for ages where I feel like, because we're all in the same city, I just feel more relaxed. I know less people here. And so subconsciously, I think I've actually, um, just had to be a bit more on and I haven't been able to relax as much um, because I just, I just don't know my way around London like I do my, like I know my way around New York or Australia or whatever it is because even in New York I'm, I'm yes I'm away from my family but I have so many friends there um, and I, I know the city so fucking well um, and I know that if there's a problem I have someone that I can phone um, and I have actually a lot of extended family in London and um, I've got some friends in London now but um, especially in the beginning I just didn't have that same sense of security especially with corona you know, I, I didn't have people that, um, were living with me. I live, I live by myself and which, which I actually fucking love. I am not, I'm not a good person. I don't, I've, I've done the flatmate thing and I just don't drive with it. Um, I just have to be so aware of my energy because of my job that I just, I can't put myself in that situation anyway. Um, and so, yeah, I had like a Sunday kind of morning. I cried for like two, three hours. And then I was like, I'm picking my socks up. I'm going to go outside, go for a walk, get some gelato that always cheers me up. So then I went to like go for a walk around Paris and it just, and I felt better for moments and then it would come again. It would just keep coming in waves. And every time I would think about maybe I'm homesick, I would start crying or like my oh, tears would come up into my eyes. Um, and I, as I said before, I'm not a heavily, heavily emotional person. Um, as in like, I don't cry a lot all the time. I'm like, I'll go through phases anyway, but I've, I literally have been feeling these emotions. I've, I've been crying for, I would say like the past three to four days, um, every day, multiple times a day. And that's unheard of. Like, I couldn't even tell you the last time that I've cried that much. Um, like I've been waking up feeling so hungover and dehydrated because like you've, I've been losing so much water anyway. And so, um, I then went to go and get, try and get some gelato from this amazing place called Grom in, um, Paris. It's amazing. And, um, you guys would have seen on my Instagram story when I was there like the other weekend. Um, anyway, and I just was so frustrated, right? Get this. So they have all the fucking plastic French people really do follow the rules, but they have all this plastic stuff up on this, on the, ice cream thing. So no like Corona germs can get into the employees. And I wasn't wearing a face mask because you don't have to wear them in Paris when you're walking around, only when you go into closed in public spaces. And this, this ice cream place is like, kind of like, it's like a half outside-ish kind of ice cream place. It's kind of hard to describe. Anyway, if you know it, you know it. Um, and I went to go order some gelato because gelato is fucking amazing. It's like the 100% chocolate, just like it's black. It's fucking awesome. And they were like, oh, like you need a mask. I'm like, I'm literally outside and like you have a fucking wall and they wouldn't serve me because I didn't have a mask on. And I was just like, fuck this, I'm done. And it just made me so angry with this whole mask thing. Um, anyway, and then I went home again and then, um, I started to feel the emotion again. So I phoned my friend, Amy, and she was like, Hey babe, how are you? And I was like, I'm not good. And I'm not somebody that usually is like, I'm not good. 
and I just started crying again and like I've never been in like a two-day cycle right and I was really lucky this was like when I these were a couple of days where I had to have any clients um but I've never been in you know cycles for this long where I can just cry at the drop of a hat like normally I'll have a cry and then I think on the phone to somebody and I'm explaining what's been happening I won't cry on the phone like it's quite rare like if you know what I mean like you process and then you like tell them later and you don't really cry again um I like couldn't hold my tears back for a couple of days I was I was like crying a lot anyway and then um she really helped like kind of pet me up and then I went for a walk and actually met a friend in Paris for a drink which was really nice um and then I went home again and uh, that that evening I thought this was like Saturday uh, hold on this was Sunday evening I started to feel better and I was like okay maybe I can't stay in Paris for longer because I was like do I go home early do I stay till the end of the week because I was meant to stay in Paris until this coming weekend um and I basically then actually and Amy kind of said like you should tell your mom how much you miss her because I have been avoiding telling my mom this um I've been avoid. I hope this resonates with you guys um I've been although you're finding it somewhat like helpful or inspiring or whatever you're finding it um I haven't I haven't told my mom that I've missed her because um I know that it really hurts her and I know that it's really hard for her and it makes her really emotional and I know that she misses me a lot and a couple months ago she told me like it's been five months since I've seen you I'm gonna like start crying it's been five months since I've seen you and I said to her we don't talk like that like don't oh my god hold on I don't want to cry because I'm going to ruin my makeup and I have so much to record today. Um, she's like, and I said to her, I was like, we're not going there. We don't talk about that. Like, I don't want to think about it. Um, cause I'm really, I'm quite close to my family. Like I don't, I don't, I don't need to spend a lot of time around them. Like I get sick of them just like everybody, but like I am quite close to them anyway. And so, um, I actually phoned my mom and I told her like how much I missed her and like we both had a good cry on the phone obviously, but it actually helped like so much, like to feel like I didn't have to keep that to myself um, fuck, hold on. Um, anyway, and I actually really don't want to cry because I actually have a lot to film and like, I actually don't want to fuck my makeup. <laughs> anyway, and so I actually, mom helped me decide, mom helped me decide, go back to London. And I was trying to, I was trying to like visualize myself being in my house here in London. Um, like, would that make me happier? Like, would it actually make me happier being at home or would I still feel, and this is the interesting thing. And, you know, I wasn't, the, I wasn't the only one feeling this, um, you know, and other people are feeling this as well, where they're around people and they feel lonely, but they're around people. And I was experiencing that as well, where I have people in my life. Like I'm with people all the time. I'm a people, per- I'm, a, I'm a people person, but you can still have that sense of loneliness. Like you're not alone, but you're lonely anyway. And so, um, I was kind of trying to visualize, like if I came back to London and I was in my house, would I feel any better? And, um, if you breathe in through your nose, it will stop tears from running down your face. Oh, thanks Lindell. Um, Anyway, and so I decided I actually, so I actually made the executive decision, guys. This is actually what made me decide. Um, I was like, okay, I have clients tomorrow afternoon, like Monday afternoon. And I was like, I do not think that if I'm sitting in this beautiful, let me tell you, beautiful Parisian apartment, I just don't think that I can give a 110% session to them. And I have an ethical and moral responsibility. They are paying me for me to be on my A game. I have a responsibility to get the fuck home so I can be in the best energy for them so I can deliver killer sessions and so that I can be in alignment to give them the best fucking results. 
And anyway, so I was like, no, nah, fuck this, I'm going home. So I booked my ticket. I packed all my shit up that night and I left the next morning. Um, and let me tell you guys, it was the best decision I made. So like the best decision. And this is really important. And I know that everybody can't make these decisions because they would have spent up a lot of money on an apartment for a week and they wouldn't want to do that. But I was paying for this house here anyway. So I wasn't losing that much. Anyway, and, um, and so I actually, yeah, I made the decision because I made the decision for a couple of reasons. One being my clients, but another one being like, you know, we get into this, like, so actually I, I've written a post on this, which I'll post later. I be careful of how many, um, Zodiac meme. I know that I post a lot. So like, I'm, I'm not saying I'm perfect around this, but I've noticed, I even noticed me being like, I'm a Sag. Why do I want to go home? Because Sagges should want to travel like Sagittarius is. She'll want to travel all the time. So be really careful about putting yourself in a box. I really don't like when people say like, oh, I'm a projector, or I'm a generator, or I'm a Sag. So, or like, oh, you're a Sag. So you hate commitment. Like when people say that to me, I'm like, oh my God, I do not hate commitment. I just don't like being in a relationship that's shit or in a, in a environment that's shit. That doesn't mean that I hate commitment, right? Um, anyway, so please make sure that you're not putting yourself in these boxes of like, oh, well, I'm a this, so therefore this, or I'm an Enneagram eight. So therefore like, it's hard to feel emotions. Like that's fucking bullshit. Like, yes that and I believe there's like a healed version of each thing and a wounded version the the wounded version of an of an Enneagram 8 I'm an Enneagram 8 is you don't process emotions and you don't be vulnerable and you don't ask for help the healed version is that you do those things you become aware of those things and that's like where you need to do the work so now I totally phone my friends and I'm like I'm not doing well like I don't know what to do and and the hardest part for me throughout these couple of days that I've been having is that I didn't know what was wrong I didn't know what was wrong with me and like I like to know what's wrong because I can fix it right I didn't know what was wrong. So anyway, I came back to London and I didn't tell anybody because I just like didn't really feel the need. And I was just like, I'm going to explain this later. Um, so I came back to London yesterday morning before my clients. And like, I had such a good day yesterday. My vibe is back. I feel so good again. I actually didn't really realize this guys, but for the past like two days or like three days, I guess, like since the, the day before yesterday, two days, so Saturday, Sunday, really. Like, I don't even think I'd smiled properly where I could feel it in my body for two days because I was walking to the supermarket yesterday in London and I was smiling and I like felt it in my body and it, it was also really amazing coming back to London I think part of the reason I had to take this whole trip was a few things a few different reasons which I don't hold on what's um hold on what, oh yeah so one of the reasons why I needed to take this trip as well was that I've I realized I've always had like the the belief in my head of like, I hate traveling with people because like people are so annoying. Um, but actually that was a belief that I picked up when I was traveling, when I was younger, when I was a people pleaser and I didn't know how to draw boundaries in like a healthy way. And my friends didn't know how to draw boundaries in a healthy way. And they were also people pleasers. So we would travel together and nothing would get done. We'd all please each other. And we'd all be like, I don't mind. I don't mind. I don't mind. I don't mind. And it was, it would drive my fucking head in. So then I was like, well, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm going to travel by myself because it is so much easier. I can just please me and there are times where it's really nice to travel by myself and I've heavily enjoyed it but I've then I had that weekend in Paris and I hadn't traveled with someone for like quite a while and then to and then going from that to then being by myself in Saint-Tropez like without him it made me realize like fuck, I've created this stupid story in my head that people aren't going to travel with. But actually I was traveling with the wrong people because when you're traveling with the right people that don't people please, they will say to you, Hey, do you actually, can you go just do your thing? I'm just going to quickly have a nap for 20 minutes. Or I will say, I'm going to have a bath for an hour 
you do your thing and they're doing their thing and you're having a bath and there's separation. And that means that you can spend days together not getting sick of each other because you can both say from a healthy space, I'm going to go do me for an hour or I'm going to have a nap or I'm going to have a bath or can you go get your lunch yourself? I'm going to stay here and do some work. Or even one morning it was like, hey, I really need to do some work. And it's like, cool, let's bring our laptops to breakfast. Let's do work at breakfast. That means that it's actually easy to travel because you both aren't people pleasing. You're like telling the other person what you need. So I realized that in Santa Pay, And so I was like, okay, fuck this. I'm not doing this anymore. Um, so that was one big thing I realized. I realized a few other things I are like personal, so I won't get into them. Um, but then one of the other things that I've been really, my focus for this year, and I thought it wasn't going to happen because of Corona, but it still happened because I fucking manifested it and I put it out there to the universe. I needed it. So one of my big things I really wanted to focus on, um, my focus for this year was actually to figure out where I want, where I wanted to settle down. Yes, I'm a Sag and I want to settle down. Um, I have no fear of settling down. Like I just, because to me, my definition of settling isn't you stay in one place for the rest of your life and get bored. No, like it's just like it's having a base. That's all it is. So everyone's definition of relationship commitment, whatever, is totally different. And like, I've just got really good, I've got very expansive freeing definitions. So I have decided that I want to move to Par- uh, move to London permanently. I'm obviously here now, but I actually am going to start looking for a house. I even applied for a breeder yesterday to like look at getting a doggy. Um... Because when I landed in London, and it's so interesting because I used to fucking hate London. Like, I lived here on my gap year for a few months and I fucking hated it. But now I really enjoy it. Um, And I landed and because I was so happy yesterday when I got here and I felt so good, that was my sign of like, fuck, I can live here. Because I don't feel like that in Australia. When I land in Australia, the energy is so heavy. I just feel, oh, I don't feel, it's obviously amazing seeing my family, but I don't feel good there. I feel really lethargic when I'm in Australia, New York, obviously you guys know I feel fucking a million bucks. Um, and then, but I don't want to live in New York full time because I do not like some of them. Um, and then I landed here in London and I felt so fucking good. And I was like, Oh my God, I can live here. Like that was what I needed of like, I feel good. I feel so good in London. And, um, I was just like, that was amazing for me to like figure that out. So anyway, so glad that I decided to come home because yesterday afternoon I had my clients and they were amazing trauma sessions, like fucking amazing. And, um, and it was just like, I don't think I could have done that if I was still in Paris, not being my 100% vibe. And what I also, what I wrote down that I wanted to mention to you guys, it's really important, but I, and I actually kind of go through this in MMM level two, but how like you can't let certain things like fuck your vibe. And like, what I mean by this is so I, I have created the belief and like the locked in reality for myself and my energy that my emotions do not affect my energetic frequency and therefore my manifestation. So I'm still manifesting. I was still making money. I was still having random sales come through whilst I was processing crying X, Y, and Z. Also because by me being part of being in alignment is processing and feeling everything. And like, so why would the universe like quote unquote punish you and be like, Oh, well, you're not going to make any sales because you got low energy, like low vibe because you're crying and, and feeling things like, no, you're actually purging. You're clearing your vessel to allow more in you're raising like by feeling emotions and by purging them and by processing them, you actually raise, I believe that you're actually raising your vibrational frequency because you are clearing all of those, those emotions from your body. If you didn't do that, they'd actually be stuck in you and you would actually lower your vibrational frequency. So 
um, by me really being able to like process all of my emotions in X, Y, and Z, I was actually increasing my vibrational frequency because I was allowing them to move through my body, if that makes sense. So I want you guys to know that like your emotions don't need to affect your vibe. Um, I'm about to record a video actually for this for an MMM level two, but also like your partner, if your partner's not into this stuff, it doesn't matter. It does not mean that they're going to affect your vibe if you don't let them. If you believe, if you believe when I cry, my vibration lowers, then it's going to lower. But if you believe, actually, when I cry and process my emotions, it allows me to clear my energy so I can attract more in, then guess what? You're going to attract more in. Does that make sense? Like I've had a rough couple of days and I've made my biggest month ever. I've made like what I'm, I've made this month what I made in like four months last year. Um, and so like safe to say me crying does not affect the amount of money that I bring in or the amount of manifestations that I have or what I'm attracting into my life. Um, because I don't believe that it does. I don't believe that it does because why would you then, why would the universe be asking you to process these things if it's going to quote unquote punish you for doing so, if that makes sense. Okay. It's not going to slow down your manifestations. If you believe it will, it will, but otherwise it won't. Any questions on this stuff, guys? Otherwise I hope this was kind of like entertaining. I just wanted to like give you guys an update. So yeah, I'm back in London now for a month and then I go to Greece, um, which I'm really excited for as long as that all goes ahead. Um, and I'm just so happy to be back home. And I, and I didn't really think I'd be saying that to be honest. Like, I don't really know when I've ever really said that, but I, it just shows that like, clearly this is where I'm meant to be right now in my life. And, um, I love this home that I have and I'm just really happy to be home. And I feel like my vibe is like, back on track and I'm not feeling homesick anymore. Um, like had a really good sleep last night and I just feel so good again. And this is also your invitation guys, um, to please make sure that you're always putting your energy where possible. Like number one, especially if you are responsible for other people, if you are a coach or a healer or a guide or whatever, it is your responsibility to be putting your energy as number one, because otherwise you cannot be of best service to your clients. Um, that's why I came home because I was like, I have people that are expecting me to be a hundred percent. I expect myself to be a hundred percent. So why the fuck would I stay somewhere that I don't feel a hundred percent? And that does not mean Paris is a low vibe place or Paris is yucky. Even when I was leaving, you know, I was in the car going to the train. Even when I was leaving, I was like, fuck, I love Paris and I cannot wait to come back. But you know, it's all, you know, it's also really interesting. So I was meant to move to Paris, um, in April, the plan was live in New York, then live in Paris in summer, then go back to New York. I'm really glad I didn't move to Paris. I actually don't want to live there. I want to keep it as a holiday destination, as a weekend away, as a romantic, let's ride around our Vespers and eat gelato and you know, stay up late and drink champagne and all that kind of stuff. Um, I want to keep it as a beautiful holiday away from home. Like how amazing in London, you literally just two hour train, you're in Paris. Fuck yeah. Um, you can go for a weekend. And so I've realized, and this was also important, I think, for me to realize. So thank you, universe. I do not want to live in Paris. I want to live. London, I feel like is very livable. Like it's a very living city, whereas Paris doesn't seem to be as livable, if that makes sense. It's definitely more of like a holiday kind of place. Well, for me anyway. Um, and I've just, I've realized a lot of things and I'm like really great. I've had a shitty couple days, like in terms of like feeling a lot of emotion, but that doesn't even need to be necessarily a shit. It was just like, I've been processing a lot the past couple of days, but I'm so glad that I have because it's allowed me to come to so many realizations that I wouldn't have had otherwise. And I'm excited for this next chapter. I'm like, fuck, I'm going to look for a house. Like I've been trying to figure out where to live because I really want to buy a house. And, um, now I'm going to look at buying a house in London and getting a dog. Um, okay. What's the best way to switch your energy? It's hard to grow from a negative vibe. Yeah. It's so hard. So like, 
don't put the expectation. So someone's just asked, what is the best way to switch your energy? It's hard to go from a negative vibe and switch to a positive one. Don't put an expectation on yourself. Like don't, because it is so hard. You can't go boom. Like can't, you can't go from crying, being homesick to I'm high vibe. My life is fucking amazing. Cause the reality is it's not like in that moment, you're like, shit sucks. Okay. And I totally get that. So all you want to do is you want to go like a little bit above that. So if you're feeling really depressed, maybe you can just feel a bit of gratitude. Maybe you can just phone a friend and cry to them and just get a bit of that, get a bit of like, um, love from them. And that can make you feel a little bit better and then a little better. And it's almost like climbing a ladder. You don't go for or climbing a staircase. You don't step from the bottom step to the top step, you go up each little step. And as you go up each little step, you get closer and closer and closer and closer to the top of the staircase. Same kind of thing. Also notice what is actually fucking your energy. And if you can get rid of that, eliminate it and or purge it. So like for me, it was like, I needed to purge all of my like feelings of homesick feeling of um, like, I just want to be looked after. I just want to be loved and cared for. And I didn't realize how much I was craving this until I had it for a whole weekend where I didn't have to do, I didn't have to lift a fucking finger. He did everything. Like talk about masculine leaning. I just was like, I'm doing whatever. I'm just chilling back here. Um, and I, and my body was craving that. And then when I lost it, it actually allowed my body to realize and allowed me to realize how much I've been needing this. And I haven't, I haven't had it with Corona and everything happening. Um, so also noticing what it is that you're needing and then how can you give that to yourself or how can you ask for support for other people? Even if it's like, you know, let's say for example, you need that masculine energy, even if it's like male friends or cousins or people that you phone, like that are men, just getting some of that masculine energy can help you to also relax maybe. And then obviously shifting your energy by, do you need to like go back home? Do you need to redo your house? Someone asked me to do a podcast episode on how to like bougie your space up in quarantine. So I'm going to do that for you guys. Um, but how, like, you know, how can you change the space that you're in if that's really affecting you? Okay. Um, next question. I'm in the midst of a launch and have these worries about money and keep getting people who are struggling with money. I got MMM level one. So I hope that helps. How do I welcome money in when I feel scarce? Oh, that's then, then go through MMM level one, because that's all going to be in there. Welcoming money when you feel scarcity and like a quick way to get out of any, any scarcity, whether it's scarcity of love, scarcity of money, scarcity of opportunities is to be grateful for what you currently have now. If you're not grateful for what you have now, you cannot expect your energy to get more in if you cannot be grateful for what you have now. And then I would also just jump straight into MMM level one and start to get through all of that. Um, and then maybe go into level two as well. If you feel like you need that like next level up, um, but the key thing is like, if you've got worries about money, like if you're in business ladies and you haven't done the money mindset work, like good luck, because why would you attract in a lot of money? And why would you be able to easily receive and easily ask for money and easily sell your services? If you have a shit relationship with money, do you know what I mean? Like you need to be so okay with talking about money, asking for money, receiving money. Um, okay. I pulled the Maeve Goddess cards for my last three clients. Oh, cool. Amazing. Um, okay, ladies. Well, I'm going to, I think that was everything that I had to say. Um, I think that was everything. I just kind of wanted to get like update you guys. I just want to also, I just really want to say if you are struggling right now, you are so not alone. Like you are so not alone. And I just want to invite you guys all to please, please feel everything. 
please feel everything because the more that you can feel, the more that you can release those feelings. And I know that it can be really painful. I so fucking get it. But I literally want you to be, hey, Britt, I literally want you to be like in fucking fetal position on your bed, wailing, kind of crying. I want you to go back to being a little girl and let yourself cry and want your mommy and daddy and let yourself feel all of that because then it can be released from your body. Like even when I would go through like a cry cycle, then feel better for an hour, a cry cycle. After my cry cycle, I would feel better for a moment because I'd release that and then something else would come up and that's okay. Um, And so many of you I know are struggling Um, and it does not mean that you're broken. It does not mean that anything's wrong. If you've worked with me before, go back and rewatch Queen Alchemy Calls, go back and do the things, go back and get your tools. The worst thing that you can do for yourself is sit in your pity party and not try and move any of it. So when I say move it, I mean, feel it, cry it, scream it out, get angry, process it, and do the journal prompts, do the meditations, do the reprogramming tracks that you have from me. Book in for a top-up session if you're a past client. Whatever it is, Queen Alchemy starts on Thursday. Yay! Um, whatever it is that you need to do, do those things so that you can move through it and you can process it. But don't shove it under the carpet. Do not shove it under the carpet. It is coming up so that it can be healed, so that you can learn, and so that you can reach your next level. Trust me when I say when you go through these processes, you're actually doing an up level. Before every time, before I have an up level, every fucking time I have a massive crash, and I will I have to purge. You have to let this level die so that you can go to the next level. Okay, okay. Um, all right, I'm gonna love you and leave you guys there because I need to do some lots of recording today um, and get some work done. But it was really nice to do a live. I feel like I haven't done one in ages. So it's beautiful to check in with all of you guys. And um, yeah, I hope you all have a lovely, lovely, lovely day. I will upload this as a podcast as well. And the Ego vs. Soul Money podcast is up as well if you haven't listened to that. Um, and I'm working on getting the fucking workbook PDF fix because I don't know what's happening with that. Anyway, I love you all. Thank you for joining me and have a good day. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that you got lots of chicken nuggets out of today's episode. I would be really, really grateful if you'd be able to leave me a review and a star rating that you think is appropriate, hopefully five. And if you could share this podcast so that I can help more women live a life of flow and ease, I would be so fucking grateful. Make sure you tag me in it on Instagram so I can personally thank you because I know so many of my clients have found me literally because their friends have posted about my podcast on their Instagram story. And I just want to help as many women as possible. So by you sharing it, I would be so fucking grateful. And I'm sure your friends would be too. If you do want to welcome me, please do check out my website for all those details. And of course, you can DM me on Instagram with any other questions. If you have any podcast things you want me to talk about, any ideas, any feedback, I am always open to it. And I always love hearing what you guys have to say. So please don't hesitate about that either. I will catch you on the flip side. Have an amazing day or night wherever you are. 